right. Well, hello. I am Safi Uizeye, and I'm an artist with the Intercultural Music Initiative, or IMI. And today, I'm going to be interviewing the Don Padmore. Thank you, Miss Padmore, for joining us. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. I appreciate it. Lovely to meet you also. <laughs> nice to meet you as well. All right. I just have a few questions. Um, the first question is, how long have you been singing? For a very long time. <laughs> um, I started singing really not officially when I was pretty young, like mm -hmm. really young. Um, I would sing along with uh, my dad's uh, records and pretend I was on stage. So I started that a long time ago. And then uh, when I was in high school, um, I participated in a lot of shows that uh, the upper school would have, mm -hmm. um, mostly around Broadway shows like reviews and what have you. And so I really started to develop my, uh, my bug for singing. And then when I went to college, um, as an undergraduate student, um, actually, and I also sang in the church choir. Um, and so our music director suggested that I apply for a non-major, um, like a scholarship mm -hmm. uh, when I was in uh, undergrad. And I won the scholarship and I started to study, officially study voice, classical wow. technique. And that's when, uh, after a few years, I decided, okay, I really like this. And then I continued my studies, et cetera. And yeah, so I've been singing for a really long time. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> well, what exactly inspired you to become a singer? Uh, I think that, well, I always liked to sing. So as I said, I sang in the choir at church and that was nice. Um, but I think, well, I like music. When I was about four or five, I started to tinker on the piano at my parents' house. And so I started taking piano lessons. So I've always been a musician, I suppose, uh, one way or the other. But singing, I think I like the connection of, well, you know, notes, basically, phrases and whatever with words and expression. Singing to me is an extension of talking in a way, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's it's a more elevated uh, and intense way of expressing oneself, no matter what the language is. So I liked that, mm -hmm. and I like poetry, so I like I like that as well. Um, mm -hmm. But I was really really inspired to study classical technique, classical singing when I started to well sing in church, but more importantly when I got to college because. Um, I worked in the music library. And so they had all these old opera news magazines and I looked through it and I loved to look at the pictures and read the stories about these famous singers and listen to the records while I sat there waiting for other students to come in. So I was inspired when I started to listen to uh, sopranos such as Mirella Freni. She was a famous, uh, famous Italian soprano who sang a lot of Puccini. Some variety, but mostly Puccini and uh, the famous American soprano Leontine Price, who is an icon. Uh, so mm -hmm. people like her, Jesse Norman, all of them really inspired me to take singing more seriously. Wow, that that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, what is your favorite genre of music other than classical? Hmm, 
I have pretty eclectic taste. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say though that vocal jazz is oh, okay. next or cabaret type style, mostly jazz, I think, is my favorite in terms of listening to it. I have mm -hmm. I've veered into that style, cabaret uh, performances in the more recent years. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. um, it's fun to sing and you can play a lot with the voice uh, uh, with that style of music. I also like um, popular genres, mm -hmm. you know, hip hop. I know. She's like, really? <laughs> I do. My favorite hip hop artist is Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So wow. that's that's <laughs> actually really cool. <laughs> um, so do you have any children? If so, do they sing? <laughs> I have no children. I have nieces. Okay. Um, I don't have any children, but my nieces, none of them really sing. One of them, Olivia, she sings in the choir. I think she still does. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but no they're not into singing okay <laughs> well um who is your favorite um singer and or musician oh that's a hard question <laughs> a lot it's hard for me to like pin down one yeah. okay yeah. um can I name a few do you mind yes of course well now you know my favorite hip-hop artist <laughs> <laughs> um well you know why it's hard? Because our dad um, was a jazz lover. He has had a huge collection of, of um, albums. He had a jazz show on the radio when we were growing up. So I was exposed to music very early. He said that when I came home from the hospital after I was born, he put me in front of the speaker and like blasted my ears up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, you know. Um, but anyway, my favorite singers, singers or performers, which would you prefer? Singers probably, huh? Both. Singers first. Okay. Um, I love Sarah Vaughn, a famous jazz singer. Do you know who she is? I, I think I've heard of her name before. Yeah. Her singing sounds very classically based in mm -hmm. terms of the technique. She has the most gorgeous instrument. It's gorgeous. Um, mm -hmm. I like Dinah Washington. She's also a jazz singer. Um, and Blossom Deary, who has a very weird, quirky voice. Uh, I would name those three immediately. Um, I would say that in terms of, you know, popular music, um, to me, the greatest, one of the greatest voices to ever exist is uh, was Aretha Franklin's voice. It was something very otherworldly um, that doesn't come around much. Uh, in terms of um, opera singers, uh, I love Angel Blue. She's a current um, operatic star, African-American woman. Her voice is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Deborah Foyt, another American soprano, a little bit older, who was a mostly Wagnerian singer, incredible musician in Strauss. And of course, I love Leontine Price. And one of my favorite singers ever is Leonie Riznik, she's dead, but um, but she was a big star at the Met. She's an amazing singer, like goose pimples all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Now, what about performers? Oh, performers who may not be singers? Yeah. Necessarily, or like primarily singers? Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, my favorite, one of my favorite artists of all times is Prince. Oh, wow. I love Prince as well. <laughs> 
us. Oh my God. Well, when I see you in February, we'll have to cut, um, compare notes. Definitely. I saw him like four times in a row, four or five times in a row. And then, and then after a number of years, one time, and then I never saw him after that. I have many of his records, like actual albums. Wow. That's my dream. <laughs> oh God, he's the best. Step the best. <laughs> um, how often do you practice singing and what would you what would be your suggestion for aspiring singers? Sure. Well, it I mean it's changed over the years. I used to practice a lot, like every single day, but actually never really, not really ever every single day to be honest, but every other day or every few days. So it depends on what's happening. Um, in addition to being a, a singer, I I also am the vice president of a national awards program. And so that kind of occupies a lot of time. But um, I would say I practice maybe, especially when I'm getting ready for a show every day or every other day, depending on how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. The closer I get to the show, the, of course, the more I will perform mm -hmm. uh, or practice, I should say. Um, if I'm singing music that's uh, challenging for whatever reason, I tend to then have a number of lessons with my teacher just to work on it technically. And then I also have a coach and pianist that I work with a lot. Wow. We go through things, we talk about phrasing and with both of them, interpretation, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, it can take up a lot of time. So a few hours, I would recommend for young singers um, and it depends on where the person is with their training mm -hmm. to try to, especially if you're learning to try to, 20 minutes, no more than that. Maybe every day work on some runs and technical things, work on phrases of pieces that are really hard mm -hmm. um, and get to know the, and get to, get to know the piece, get to know your voice, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But don't pra over practice. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, one of the last few questions. Um, what are some of the repertoire that you will be singing in the upcoming concerts? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> First, um, one of the things that I would say probably is uh, uh, created a specific kind of career path for me as a singer was um, I discovered uh, a well-respected uh, composer and uh, music uh, historian, African music historian in particular, um, ethnomusicologist I'd like to call they use that term uh, Akin Yuba oh, okay. and because of that meeting I ended up really focusing a lot of my performances in, in integrating music by African composers mm -hmm. into my rep and I have a real love for that so when Fredo asked me to uh, perform in the upcoming uh, show. I was really excited. Um, I was equally excited to have recently met, finally in person, Camila. Uh, uh, so we'll be playing together. Both of us have Liberian roots, mm -hmm. which is totally cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you, but I still haven't answered your question. So it's going to be all African and African American composers. Um, I'm going to start in Liberia with a, a traditional song. Uh, in uh, the Basa language, and then I moved to the Bai language, a song that uh, was written and performed by one of our songbirds, Princess Hawa Daisy Moore. Mm -hmm. 
and it's called Moyomo Bendu, and it's with voice and piano. It was arranged by a composer friend of mine for me. Um, and then we move into Nigeria, and I'll sing uh, four Igbo songs by another well-regarded, highly regarded uh, composer, Joshua Uzoigwe. Uh, and then a song by the very much beloved uh, Kwabena Nkitiya, Wanyamane. These are all songs I've sung for like a long time. Uh, and then, what am I doing after that? Oh, yes. And then a Nollywes aria from Yuba's uh, opera, Chaka. Wow. Uh, I know, a lot of singing. And then uh, one of Fred O's pieces, Dunya, which is this absolutely gorgeous prayer. It's very beautiful. Uh, and then I think after that, I move into two jazz slash cabaret songs, one by the famous Duke Ellington and uh, Fats Waller, Honeysuckle Rose. That's pretty much my part. And then Camilla will play some pieces as well. So it's pretty much African. And African diaspora. I'm so excited. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the last question. Um, what is something that you would encourage for us young performers? Um, I think it's important for young performers as you develop as a as a human being to consider your development as a musician uh, and to not compartmentalize that. What I mean by that is. Like you're a dancer, right? Yes, yes. Okay, you are a dancer. You have to always remember why you're doing something, mm -hmm. you know? And every move has to express a part of who you are and make sure to carry your heritage with you all the time. It's something that I learned a little bit later, but I was always curious about it. Mm -hmm. You have to carry it. It is it's essentially, it's your essence and it will come through in your performance. And I would say the most important thing is to have a lot of fun while you're performing and to be very, I mean, after you've prepared, prepare, like prepare and prepare and prepare. But then when you get on that stage, you have to have fun and bring the audience with you. That, mm -hmm. is, uh, that is the only way to, to live on the stage. Yes. Well, thank you so much for the advice. And this is the end of the interview. <gasps> Oh, thank much. you. It's <laughs> great to meet you and great to speak with you. I look forward to February. Thank you so much. Okay.